peoples of the worldwide federated internet what's good I know I keep saying this and I know it's pretty much almost beating a dead horse, but taking your time and going slow as you're reading your Bible, man, I mean, there's, there are things that are simple and it's not like this is the first time I'm reading these things. It's not like this is the first time I'm going over these things. I've read through these passages, like I said, countless times, listened to them countless times, heard them preached on countless times, and I'm reading, and I'm like, huh, how did I miss this all of these years? How did I blip over this? Taking your time, slowing it down as you're reading your Bible, and going in and asking questions as you're reading makes a difference. Well, what a way to start out the new year or what better way to start out the new year than reading and studying the Bible. Anyway, let's get into this. All right. <clears throat> so back to the book of Genesis, chapter 19, verse nine. And they said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came into to sojourn. And he will needs be a judge. Now will we deal worse with thee than with them? And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. So they're like, so if you watch the last video, you know, the visitors, the two angels came to the city, Sodom, where Lot stayed. Lot met them at the gate and begged them to come back to his house. And the men and the angels were like, no, we're going to sleep right here out, out in the open. And Lot was like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. You must come back with me to my place. So the angels did that. They came back with Lot to his place. And when they got there, the Bible says that Men of the city, small and great, surrounded the house and they wanted to take the men that just came into Lot's house that they may know them. They wanted sexual relations with these men. And here's the thing. They wanted it whether these messengers wanted to consent or not. Let that sink in. So they surrounded the door. They're telling Lot. Bring these men out here. We know they're here. And on top of all that, they're like, hold up. You're a visitor. You're not even from here. Who are you to tell us what we are going to and not going to do? Get out the way. As a matter of fact, we're going to make this worse for you than we were going to make it for your visitors. So they're they're <laughs> like things is getting serious. 
it's heating up. They're not playing around. They're letting Lot know that we're serious. You need to move up out the way, homie. In verse 10, but the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them uh, and shut to the door. So they pull Lot in, they shut the door and pretty much save Lot from whatever it was these men were going to do to him. Probably was nothing nice. And verse 11, and they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. Now, when I read, especially things like this, I, I try to, I, I do my best to try to take in what's, what's going on. So I try to build a scene within my head, right? So I'm imagining a, um, a, a mud or, or a mortar style house, or is that what it's called? Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Um, and a, a wooden door, right? And I'm imagining Lot opens the door, Lot comes out, they've surrounded the whole house. And Lot is like, oh, snap, oh, what's going on? How am I going to get out of this one? I don't. And even even with that, I don't know if Lot fully understood who these messengers were, but maybe he did because the Bible did say he fell to his face, but Lot was in a very bad place in his life spiritually. So I don't really know. I don't know if Lot really knew who these men were. I'm, I'm going to assume he did, but maybe he didn't. Because you think about it, had he known that these were angels, right? Messengers of the Lord. I mean, clearly he would have understood. Yeah, these these men of the city, they don't they don't want none of this. They don't want no problems with these angels. Right. So he's trying to protect the angels when realistically God in his mercy sent those angels to save lot from what's about to happen. But the crazy thing is, OK, so I built up all that scene. So we got the, you know, the the the, the mud hut style house, wooden door and the men surrounded. They're pressing lot. They're about to they're about to, you know, break the door down. They're about to do the lot worse than they're going to do to the two uh, visitors. The two visitors blind the men, pull lot in. And yet think about this. They wearied themselves to find the door. Uh, that word weary means having the strength much exhausted by toil or violent exertion tired, fatigued, even blinded. Think about that. What they want to do, their hearts are so filled with that even though they are blinded, they are still trying to find the door. Now, I don't know about you. If I got something that I want to do, let, let's say there's some nefarious act that I want to do. I run across some dudes that blind me 
what I'm concerned with at that point is my blindness, not whatever it is I came to do. So that in and of itself just had me. I was flabbergasted. I was like, yo, I, I've read this and I remember reading about these men being blinded, but I guess I just never considered, yo, they are blind. They have just been blinded and they are still trying to find the door. If I'm blinded, I'm stopping all activity and I'm like, yo, I'm blind. What's going on? They wearied themselves, fatigued themselves, wore themselves out trying to find a door to get to the two messengers. They were still only concerned with what they came for. Bonkers. That is madness. And verse 12 and the men said unto Lot, hast thou here any besides son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place. So they're late. They're letting Lot know whatever it is you have, whoever you have in this city, sons, son-in-laws, daughters, it's time to bounce. Gather everything up. You're leaving. You're getting out of here. Verse 13. For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord hath sent us to destroy it. So. We see the difference in language here from these two angels and the messengers that visited uh, that visited Abraham. So we definitely see that these are two angels, uh, two messengers sent from God, not God himself, nor a physical representation. These are representatives, but not a physical representation of the very most high God of heaven and earth. And they're telling him. We are going to destroy this city. The cry of the city, their sin has come up before God and it's a wrap for them. Uh, they they have they have sinned to to its fullest and this is coming to a close. We getting ready to destroy it. Verse 14. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons in law, which married his daughters and said up. Get you out of this place for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons in law. Now, when I read that, I thought to myself, why would they think that he was one that mocked? I mean, just just thinking through some things, trying to put myself in this time frame, right? Maybe they're thinking to themselves, what God is going to destroy the city? What like what what is Lot talking about? Maybe it was just, you know, just that simple, like Lot, he's gone mad. He's crazy. He's straight bugging. We don't know what Lot's Lot's talking about. Or could it be that the lifestyle that Lot lived wasn't one that they expected him to come to them with a message about something God is going to do? Is it that his life ran so contrary to what he's telling them that they was like, nah, we don't believe you. 
We don't believe you. So now all of a sudden you telling us that God is going to destroy the city. Like, first of all, who are you to tell us what God is going to do? We 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 know, you know, your life in and out. I'm not saying that that's the case. I don't want to try to make something that the Bible doesn't say. But I do wonder if that's what happened. They're looking at him like, you know, one that mocks like, nah, we don't believe you. We're going to need some more than that. And verse 15. And when, so this I have now, when I tell you I've read through these passages several times in my life, I have read this story. I'm very familiar with this story. And this is what I'm learning. There was a time when I read my Bible and like many people, and I'm learning this about myself, I went in with preset positions. I've heard things my whole life. I've I've heard things said. I've heard people espouse certain things. So when I read my Bible, I go in with what my brain was already filled up with. So you, you it, it's almost like you're reading your Bible with blinders on. Because you have a narrow, a narrow vision, a narrow focus, because you're only going on what you've already heard your whole life, what someone has already told you your whole life. Instead of going in the Bible and reading the Bible for what it says. And this is what got me right here. And the morning and when the morning arose and the angels hastened lot. So they're like, look, bruh, time to get up out of here. Let's go make haste, get to it. Ain't no playing around. Let's, let's get going saying, arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. So the first time I, 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 I read this, I must have blipped past verse 16 because in my mind, what happened was they told Lot time to go get up and leave. And he bounced. He was out of there. That is not what happened. And when I read verse 16, I was like, man, God, God's mercy surely endures. And I can definitely I identify with Lot. I know many people out there will identify with some of the what would be considered, I guess, the champions of the faith in the Bible. I identify with Lot. I'm just being honest with you. I'm keeping it real. And while he lingered, that word linger means to delay, to loiter, to remain or wait long to be slow. The Bible says, and while he lingered the men let this sink in what you're getting ready to hear laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters the lord being merciful unto him and they brought him forth and set him without the city. I've read this several times. I feel like this is the first time I'm reading this verse. I've, I've read this story so many times 
And I'm sure I've read this verse and again, read past this verse in a blase fair kind of way, blipping past it, not even paying attention. God had so God's mercy is so plentiful. He told Lot to leave. He warned Lot. Lot's lingering. Lot doesn't want to leave. He doesn't want to leave. Two messengers from God just told Lot, we're destroying the city. Anything you have, anybody you have, get your stuff, get out of here. The place is going to be destroyed. At this point, Lot has to understand the gravity of what's happening and he still lingers. I identify with this. I'm not looking at this from a standpoint of, man, how could he do this? I'm When I read that, I immediately thought about my own life. Like, man, I'm so, I'm, I'm an idiot. I am an idiot. God warns and warns and warns. And to the point where Lot is lingering and the angels have to grab his hand, the hand of his daughters and his wife and get them up out of there. Notice his son-in-laws are not there though. Did, like when, as I'm reading this, I'm thinking to myself, wow, I see myself in this again. Like I always say, I don't see myself as a champion of the faith. I want to be, and I want to walk with God. And that is my, that is my daily desire and, and, and what I ascribe to do or strive to do every day. But when I look at my life, I'm like, yo, there's so many times where I should have just bounced, did what I was supposed to do, but I'm just lingering. Like I'm waiting for something and God in his mercy, the Bible says the Lord being merciful unto him. And they brought him forth and set him without the city. God could have easily left lot right there. You're going to linger. Okay. You're going to be destroyed with this city. God had mercy. And again, makes me think about that verse in the book of Lamentations that explains that God's mercies fail not. It is only of his mercies that we are not consumed. I've <laughs> Again, I'm reading this and it's almost like I read it for the first time. And part of it, I know it's because the chain, the way I've changed my Bible study this year, moving a lot slower, asking a lot more questions and not just trying to consume endless amounts of verses. I'm actually trying to understand what am I seeing here? What's being conveyed here? God's mercy, man, is it so good? Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.